listening to PetLifeRadio.com. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander's up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Welcome to Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Why let sleeping dogs lie when you can take the bull by the horns and let the fur fly? So get your claws out and get ready to rattle some cages on Pet Peeves with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Showtime. Hey there, and welcome to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Amy Shojai, and today we're talking about pet insurance. Now that brings me to my rant of the week. Over 60% of North American households keep a dog, a cat, bird, or other companion pet, and close to 30% have more than one. Today, the 75 million dogs and 85 million cats that are kept as pets are regarded as members of the family. Even in these trying economic times, people spend big bucks on their pets. In 2009, that comes down to over oh, 45 billion, that's billion with a B, dollars. And with about 25 billion of that spent on veterinary related care. Yet only about 1% of cats and dogs are covered by pet insurance policies. And folks, I'm one of the millions of self-employed folks in this country that doesn't have insurance. So I have to ask, devil's advocate here, why should I buy insurance for my dog and my cat? Now, my guest today will answer these questions and more about pet insurance. Dr. David Goodnight launched his career by opening a private veterinary practice specializing in small animal medicine right outside of Dallas. And after about 19 years, Dr. Goodnight joined an animal health consulting firm. And later, he became the executive vice president of business development for veterinary pet insurance, a pioneer in the industry. Five years ago, Nestle Purina Pet Care Company recruited Dr. Goodnight to develop and launch Purina Care Pet Health Insurance with the goal of educating pet owners about the newest health advancements as well as the benefits of insuring their pets to provide them with a lifetime of care. So gather up all your fur kids and we'll be right back with Dr. Goodnight after these messages. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Be sure to tune in when Pet Life Radio goes live from Global Pet Expo, the world's largest annual pet products trade show. March 25th through the 27th, you can catch all the new products coming out for our pets before they even hit store shelves. From the latest in all-natural and eco-friendly products to the most elegant in pet pampering and high-tech innovations from companies all over the globe. It's at Global Pet Expo. Nearly 800 companies will be displaying new and exciting products to make time with our pets even better. Tune in March 25th through the 27th for everything Global Pet Expo. 
It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. My pet experts will be coming to the party to answer your pet questions, and they'll also be sharing their favorite stories and messages with us, but I'll be asking them some tough questions. We'll get their opinions on the hot-button topics like the pit bull ban, pet food, vaccines, religion, politics, and animals, cat decline, and the latest news, whatever's turning the animal world on its head, we'll be talking about at the animal party. This party's got bite. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. Welcome back to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. And please help me welcome Dr. David Goodnight. He's the President and Chief Operating Officer of Purina Care Pet Health Insurance. Welcome to the show, David. Thank you, Amy. I'm sure glad to be here. I like to always start the show off asking the guests a little bit about themselves. What We're talking about pet insurance. So what critters do you have in your house? Currently, we have three cats. They're scattered in age from three years old all the way up to 18 and a half years old. Uh, we had a dog, and I'm a real dog person, but we lost her late last year, and so we're not quite ready yet for another one. But uh, we have three cats, and then, of course, I have a grand dog. My daughter has a teacup chihuahua, which uh, I really enjoy having her come home and bring it. She's at college with it right now. Okay, well, let's just jump right into this with all four paws. What's the history of pet insurance, and and how did you get into the business? Well, it's real interesting because, uh, of course, I was a veterinarian first, and I was in practice for many, many years. You mentioned 19, and that's true. I had my own practice in the Dallas area, and when I sold my practices and went into consulting with an animal health consulting firm that specialized in uh, not only practice management consulting for veterinarians, but also consulting to industry, meaning the pharmaceutical companies and the pet food companies and this and that. That's where I got first introduced to pet insurance. And uh, shortly into the career as a consultant, I uh, met the uh, president of veterinary pet insurance at that time. And we hit it off, and next thing you know, um, I'm doing a little consulting work, and then next thing you know, 
I take a position with them. And so that's how I ended up in pet insurance. And my experience there, I was there almost five years. My experience there was great because it really helped me understand what really was beneficial was the fact that I'd been in practice so long and I understood the medical side so well. And then I combined it with the insurance knowledge. And so I have a very good understanding of how this whole business works. Okay. Well, there are several pet insurance companies out there. Of course, as we mentioned, there's VPI, that's Veterinary Pet Insurance. And I believe the founder of that now is with Pets Best. And then the AKC, American Kennel Club and CFA Cat Fanciers Association, both have pet health care plans for their folks. There's shelter care for pets adopted from shelters. Even the ASPCA has one. And and the company where I microchipped my dog also has insurance in case your dog or your cat is injured while they're lost. So how is Purina Care different? Well, Purina Care, when we first designed the plans for Purina Care, and I was there basically from the beginning and helping develop these plans, We wanted to have what we thought was the most comprehensive plan on the market. We wanted to be sure and be simple. We wanted to be simple to understand and have an easy claim process, easy to use. Now, we did not want to have, we wanted to have as few exclusions as we possibly could have that were reasonable. And so that was the whole philosophy behind designing this product. We wanted to have liberal limits on an annual basis. We wanted to give people multiple choices on deductibles, but all the plans we wanted to have very comprehensive coverage for accidents and illnesses. And then on top of that, we added one plan that also has benefits for preventive care services like vaccinations, uh, flea control, heartworm tests, those types of things. So we, we have two basic plans, one with preventive care and one without preventive care. They both have the same accident and illness coverage and they have multiple deductibles so that people can choose a premium that fits their budget. Okay, well, full disclosure here. I've, I've worked with Purina for more than a decade first as a, as a spokesperson and a consultant on the cat behavior side and, and later and, and currently as a columnist. Now, this is a company I've liked because they've always been about connecting with pet owners, not just filling up the bowl with kibble. But somehow there's a disconnect here. Insurance seems to be kind of a stretch. Why has Purina gotten into the pet insurance business and what's different now that makes this the right time to do it? That's a a great question. Several years ago, Purina started redefining itself as a pet care company. And you'll notice the name is Nestle Purina Pet Care Company, which is much more broad than just being in the food business. And a lot of people don't know it, but Purina is constantly looking at different areas, pet related, of course, to expand into. And pet insurance seemed like such a natural fit. The timing is perfect. The cost of veterinary care today with the new technologies and the advancements and the things that are available is growing very rapidly. You combine that with the human-animal bond and how important pets are to people. And then people tend to share their lifestyles now with their pets. I mean, you look at the statistics about People having parties for their pets, you know, they sleep in the bed with them, Uh, all the things that go along with it. The timing is just right. And there's no better company than Purina, who understands pets, been in the business for 85 years to launch this company. And and there again, like I said, we, we did it all from the beginning with the concept of we want to be very comprehensive. We want it to be the product that you think you're buying, if that makes sense. In other words, when you buy it, we want it to do what you expect it to do. And coming from Purina, that's very important. 
Well, I want to get into more of the nitty-gritty about the products, what they offer, all of those kinds of things. But we do need to take a station break, so we'll continue our conversation with Dr. David Goodnight after messages from these sponsors. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsadlife.org. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peas. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. We're back and again speaking with Dr. David Goodnight from Purina Care Pet Insurance. Now, Dr. Goodnight graduated from Texas A&M University. Yay, I'm a Texan too, with a Doctor of Veterinary Medicine degree, and he received his MBA from Southern Methodist University. In his personal time, he enjoys the life of a semi-professional banjo player. I may have to ask you some about that because I have a music degree too. He resides in Kerrville with his wife, has four children and three cats, Farah, an Abyssinian, Mia, an Ossa cat, and Gimpy, a domestic short hair. So I think we've covered all bases there. How did a banjo player, how does that fit into, is this musical therapy then in the insurance business? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> banjo playing's just always been a, a real passion for me. I, I was always in music. I started off playing, of course, when I was a teenager in the rock guitar and, 
in the rock and roll era. And then I went to the acoustic guitar when James Taylor era came along. And then I heard a banjo and I was sold. And that's, I've never been the same since I taught myself to play from the beginning. And it's been a lifelong passion of mine. And when I say semi-professional, I think the definition of that is that you play occasionally and get paid. You don't do it for a full-time <laughs> living. And so I've been in multiple bands, and it's just a, it's a great, great instrument, and uh, I just love it. Do your animals, are they critics the way mine are? I mean, my cat does this lion cough when I get the cello out, and my dog howls if I sing too high. No, the cats just hide you know, <laughs> when you start playing it because it makes a lot of noise, and so they just go and hide. Okay, everybody's a critic. Um, <laughs> so let's get into more of the nitty-gritty about the Purina Care programs and, and the different products. What kinds of pets are covered? Cats and dogs, of course, but companion parrots, perhaps, horses. What else is covered? Not with our plans. With our plans, we cover dogs and cats only at this point in time, and that's where our real focus has been. And you mentioned it early on. There are so many dogs and so many cats in this country that are underserved by insurance and and need good medical care and, and that costly care that that's, that's a good area for us to start with. Okay. What about age restrictions? Um, I'm thinking probably if they're too old, they aren't going to be covered or, or too young. I mean, most of the cost for veterinary care seems to be those two age groups, the young, the, you know, the puppies and kittens and the old timers. Yes. Well, we the only age restriction we have is that they need to be eight weeks of age or older before we can enroll them. We have no upper age limits. In other words, we'll insure a pet at any age. You know, it's there are stricter requirements the older they get if they first come in. And naturally, just like with our own health insurance, the premiums do increase uh, when you get older. And that is because what you just said, you know, the cost of care is so much more as you get older. Right, right. Well, and you did mention the different plans. So you have the one that covers kind of the catastrophic illnesses, injuries, but then you have one for the everyday stuff, the heartworm medication, flea treatments, just that's about correct. everything? Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Our plans are online. If anyone wants to review them, we put them right out there where everybody can see them at PurinaCare.com. So you can go out and read them yourself and, and see what's there and how simple we've tried to make it. I think that's part of the problem with some of these plans is that you get into it and the paperwork involved and, you know, some of them say, well, you can only choose a veterinarian from this group of animal hospitals and the owner has to file the claim and it's paperwork. And so with Purina Care, how does that all work? Do you get to pick your own vet? Yes, you can go to any veterinarian you want with our plans in the United States, Canada, any of the U.S. territories. And the claim process is, is you just get the services provided by the veterinarian, you get a receipt, you submit the receipt to us with a claim form, and we reimburse the pet owner directly. There are very few options today for veterinarians to file claims with pet insurance companies because it technology is not there and it just hasn't developed. So the pet owner files the claims with us. And then, of course, our goal is to process those claims as quickly as possible and get payment back to the pet owner. Well, about how soon could a, a claim, could you expect your claim to be paid? Well, not counting the mail, which, <laughs> you know, you, you, never, you never know. Our, we try to get our claims in and out within five to seven days or so. So oh, that's good. you can yeah you can add the mail to it and kind of figure it yourself. Now claims that aren't complete, or claims that come in with incomplete information, or they don't have a claim form, they can take longer because sometimes we have to request more information, and sometimes we have to request medical records to fully understand what were what was being treated and how to you know pay for it. 
So can you do the the claim work online or, or is this all paper and, and snail mail? Currently it's all paper, but of course it can be submitted with technology. We accept, you know, faxes, we accept emails with scanned information. So, you know, there are ways to submit it without having to mail it to us. Okay. What about, oh, this is a biggie, you know, pre-existing conditions. Can you, if you have a dog that you know is, has just been diagnosed with cancer, can you get insurance that'll help cover some of that? No, not with us and really not with no one else either. And the reason for that is because just instinctively, you know that if that were the case, you'd never take out a policy until you had the problem. And uh, pre-existing conditions are excluded by us, and they are excluded by everybody else that I'm aware of. What about hereditary problems? There, there are a lot of. You mentioned that you have an Abyssinian that, and that breed sometimes is known for having gingivitis, some issues with their teeth. You know, are there other breeds of cats that maybe have you know heart conditions or dogs that you know boxers? If boxers that have a lot of uh, cancer, if they have a hereditary condition, is that something that's excluded or is allowable? It is covered under our policy as long as it's not pre-existing at the time of enrollment. By that, what we mean is if you enroll a a young puppy or a young kitten, and then two years down the road or a year down the road, a hereditary condition manifests itself, let's say hip dysplasia in dogs or some of the other things that you mentioned, we would treat that like any other illness and we would cover it. The only time it would be excluded would be as if it were a pre-existing condition that's already been identified before the enrollment period. So we don't look at hereditary conditions any differently than we do any other kind of illness. It's, you know, we don't have per instant limits on them. We have an annual limit of $20,000 on our policies. And so, you know, whatever those conditions are up to the annual limit would be covered for hereditary just like any other illness. What is the annual limit? $20,000 on our policy and it renews every year. And our deductibles are annual deductibles where you only have to meet the deductible once instead of every time you go in for a different illness. We want to keep it as simple as possible and easy to understand. Well, and I think what listeners may not realize is that if you have a dog that does develop hip dysplasia and you end up wanting to do you know, total hip replacement, you know, first one hip and then the other down the road, that $20,000 is really going to come in handy. Yes, it sure will because... Total hip replacements, of course, it depends on where you live in the country. Anywhere you live in the country, it's, it's in the multi-thousands and so per hip. So it's quite uh, costly. In San Antonio, Texas, here next door, I asked the surgeons, and here in San Antonio, it runs about $4,000 a hip, they told me. And in certain areas, it's less costly. Other areas, it's more costly. But it, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. You mentioned, or actually, I have some paperwork here that was sent ahead of this interview, which is very helpful, and it says that you do also cover behavior issues or uh, treatment of behavior, and it says, for instance, uh, separation anxiety. What are some other things that it might cover? Well, you know, if you have a dog that has an aggression problem that developed afterwards and you wanted to go to a veterinarian who specializes in those areas and seek some help, that would be covered too. There again, we look at behavior just like any other illness as long as it's being treated by a veterinarian that in a clinical setting 
that that's their specialty. But you'll notice in our policies, if you read them online, of course, we don't cover routine training, like training you might do when they're a puppy to learn to walk on a leash or that type of thing. But if it's at a veterinarian and it has a medical purpose, like separation anxiety, aggression, those types of things, it is covered under our plan. All right, I'm going to be devil's advocate here also because there's only about, oh, around 40 veterinary behaviorists in the country. So if you can't find a veterinary behaviorist but you're working with maybe another certified behaviorist who works with a veterinarian, would that be covered? Well, in our plans, it specifically says it needs to be under the direct or indirect supervision of a licensed veterinarian in a clinical setting. So, I mean, if it were taking place... In, in a situation in a hospital or something like that, it would. And I don't, I would have to look at the individual circumstances before I could make a determination, but it's, it's not restricted to just boarded behaviorist veterinarians. There are a lot of veterinarians out there that aren't specialists in behavior medicine, but they do behavior. And so, uh, you know, it's pretty much looking at it from a veterinary standpoint. And if you take it to a veterinarian, most of those veterinarians that uh, we run into would refer it to either one of those specialists or, or a lot of them do it themselves. Or a lot of people, a lot of veterinarians are actually doing some behavior medicine that aren't certified and they have uh, networks of other doctors that they work with in that type of area. Right. I know I'm a, I'm a certified animal behavior consultant with the IABC and I work with veterinarians sometimes, which is why I'd ask. And then, of course, there are also Ph.D animal behavior professionals who also work with veterinarians because you know they are not able to prescribe. So that was something that uh, is kind of in the back of my mind, thinking about the behavior. Because as you know, behavior is one of the major reasons animals are euthanized today and they lose their home. Right. Absolutely. So what have I not asked you that you think would be really important for listeners to know about Insurance in general and the Purina Care in particular. Well, insurance in general. A couple of things that I think your listeners would be interested in. Knowing. One is that when insurance is purchased for a pet, it should be purchased with the mindset that I have this in the event that my pet gets sick, injured, or something very expensive. Because it's like anything else. When we buy auto insurance, we buy homeowners insurance, even when we buy our own health insurance, you never go into it with the thought that this is going to make me money or this is going to you know, be a good investment because it's not really an investment. The only investment there is is, is that it's a peace of mind investment. So that when you get in that situation, you don't have to make the choice of putting your dog down, euthanize them because you don't have the funds available to treat them. It's a great thing. Give you a personal example. Now, I would have paid for this anyway, but when my daughter got her teacup chihuahua, she's a student. First thing I did was insure it because I knew that if something catastrophic happened, she wasn't going to be able to pay for it, and I wasn't going to let that little dog get put down or or euthanized, so I bought insurance on that pet for her, and I'm paying for it. Well, about a year after we did that, nothing happened for a whole year. We were thrilled, and then about a year (laughs) after that, the little dog got into some sugarless gum that had xylitol in it. Oh, golly. And so you can imagine the first night in the emergency clinic, five days in intensive care at a specialist. I was glad that dog was insured. That's the kind of thing you don't know that's going to happen. And that's where insurance is valuable. 
or the dog that develops hip dysplasia that you don't know it's coming. That's where it really is nice. You have to look at it from that standpoint. That That's probably the most important. The other thing that I think consumers out there need to know and pet owners need to know is that the cost of veterinary care is probably a lot higher today than they realize unless they've experienced it. There's a very valid reason for that. It's because veterinarians today have so much more at their disposal, technology, you know, MRIs, CAT scans, laser surgery, ultrasounds, echocardiograms, the things that are done in human hospitals are done in veterinary hospitals. That technology is costly. So if you want to provide the very best care for your pet, you need to have your pet insured because unless you're wealthy and you can do it on your own, you don't want to ever be put in the position of having to choose between your checkbook and that pet. And that's why we recommend pet insurance to everybody for that very reason. If your pet's important to you, we recommend it. Well, I know that um, there have been some reports recently on the increase of euthanasia of animals that have illnesses or injuries because people just simply cannot afford to do that. And that's a devastating thing to have happen. And I'm noticing also on this um, Purina Care Plus Preventive Care, and it covers vaccinations, exams, scaling and polishing of teeth, spaying and neutering, heartworm and flea control prescriptions. So I'm thinking... The cost of the insurance just on these regular yearly kinds of things, are you going to break even on those or even maybe save some? Well, if you read our plan, all those benefits in there are still subject to the deductible that you've chosen and to the co-insurance or co-pay that you have chosen on your plan. In other words, whatever your deductible is and then uh, 20% of what the cost is. So if you go and use all those benefits, there again, keep in mind, you'll never, on any insurance, you never get back more than you've paid. Right. That would violate the whole principle. But what it can do is obviously, if you have it and you go and you get all those things done, two things. One, your pet will be healthier and better off for it. And second of all, you've gone a long way towards satisfying all the deductibles and that type of thing so that if your pet does get sick, then you're really going to be prepared. But you're not going to break even. Insurance, any kind of insurance is always an expense. You have, to, you have to remember that. And insurance is an expense. You never get the premiums back. It's that peace of mind that you've got that security there. And with preventive care, of course, that you can go in and get those things, and you're going to get some benefits from it in that way. But it always should be viewed as an expense. All right. Now, give me the website one more time so people can go and check this out. Great. Our website is Purina Care. That's all one word, PurinaCare.com. Or you can Google it or any of the other search engines just with Purina Care and we'll pop up. And our website is, is out there so that you can understand how the plans work. As I said, we put our plans online and so that anyone can read them in advance. We have a call center here. It's 877-8-PURINA. If anyone would like to call, if they prefer that method versus research in, on the website, again, it's 877-8-PURINA. And we'll be glad to talk to you. If you have any questions, we have a contact us uh, link on our website where you can submit questions. And we have, we have uh, staff here that will answer those questions for you. Or you can talk to one of our licensed agents. Great. Well, we'll make sure all that information is on Dr. Goodnight's guest page here at Pet Life Radio. And uh, we are out of time. But I would like to thank Dr. David Goodnight and the producers 
for making Pet Peeves possible. I dare you to join me next week for Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio for the next installment of What Hisses You Off. Email me suggestions or post a note to my blog by dialing up PetLifeRadio.com and clicking on the Pet Peeves logo. Oh, and don't forget, you can subscribe to the free Pet Peeves newsletter available at Shujai.com. Woofs and purrs until next time. And remember, insurance is like a seatbelt. You can't put on the protection as you hit the tree. It has to be in place before you start the car. Pet insurance allows average pet owners to afford cutting edge as well as basic care for their pets without breaking the bank. And that's a comfort you can't measure in dollars. After all, you don't want your critters to get peeved. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>